What the heck is an email funnel? If you have heard the word funnel or email funnel and you're like, uh, I have no idea what that means. And that's probably for somebody who's way more advanced in business than I am. Then I'm here to tell you, you need to listen to this episode because an email funnel is one of those things that I feel like you can't sleep on. There are a lot of things in business that I always say, do what works for you, right? Like feel into what works for you. You it's like the whole holistic premise, right? Email marketing, in my opinion, is one of those things that needs to be high on your priority list. So today we are talking to my very good friend, Allison Hardy. She's going to break down all things email funnels, email marketing for us. And she, I love Allison because she's a lead generation and email funnel strategist. She helps heart-centered coaches create a six-figure passive income stream without being salesy. She is the creator of the Six Figure Secrets podcast, and I've had the opportunity to be on that podcast a couple of times. She's a Huffington Post contributor. She's been featured in YFS Magazine. She was also named one of Washington, D.C.'s most influential professionals under 40 by Washington Life Magazine. Allison and her husband, Tier, and their two kids, nine-year-old Camden and five-year-old Nora, live right outside Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. I love Allison. I think you will, too. And as always, please let us know what you get out of this episode and what questions you have for follow-up. Here we go. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. You can find full show notes, resources, and more at mollycahill.com slash podcast. Allison, welcome to the show. We're laughing because it has been, we were supposed to start this podcast interview 23 minutes ago and we've just had tech, I've had tech issues. Allison's been fine. Anyway, Allison, welcome to the podcast. Today we have Allison Hardy on, who is a friend who I have never actually met in real life, but hopefully that's going to change soon because my husband's been working in DC and she's in the Alexandria area. So Allison, give everybody a quick primer of what you do and how you got here because you have a little bit of an interesting story. Yeah. So first off, thank you for having me, Molly. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I started my business um, after, you know, getting the job, getting the degree, having all the things, checking all the boxes, following all the rules. And I got laid off at six months pregnant with Camden, who's now nine. And whether or not we want to accept this, nobody's going to hire a six month pregnant woman. Like it's just not going to happen. Right. right. <laughs> so I was teaching college level art and I had this like random personal training certification that I got when I was in college. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make like a hard 180 or 360. And I'm going to start like training people in my backyard. Yeah. And that's how I got Why started not? in the online space. Right. Cause that makes so much sense. So that's what I did. And I partnered with the network marketing company and I got all my like personal trainer friends. Cause I had a good network at that time to join me in the network marketing company. We would like partner on workouts and like it just kind of took off in this really weird way. Um, that was completely unexpected. And really my first goal was to replace my nine to five income. And I was able to do that in the three months before Camden was born, what? which either, either, yeah, I mean, it shows you how much money I wasn't making, but also like 
that's what I did. <laughs> I didn't know this part. I thought I knew your, I didn't know this part of your story. Yeah. But I did it in like all the wrong ways. So like, uh, I went into preterm labor like two times with Camden because I was like not sleeping. I wasn't yeah. drinking water, you know, doing all the, like all those things that you're not supposed to do. And, um, it all kind of like as quickly as it went up, it all kind of came crashing down around me. Oh. And, that's when I got really sold on the idea of like, your business has to actually work for you. Uh, you need to have some sort of automation. You need to have a way to get your business to actually work for you. Like when you're not so that you can show up when life happens. And that's kind of where, um, all of this, the, what I do now came into play was while I loved the personal training side of things, I always kind of really loved the business side too. And so like, I kind of came to the realization that personal training is like a hobby and like, just like a value that I have just because I love it doesn't mean I need to make a business out of it. Mm. And so I shut that whole thing down and kind of went into the world I'm in now. So let's talk about, this isn't even something we had said we were going to talk about, but I think it's important for people because I recently was in a mastermind with a lot of beginner business owners. And I think people can get so obsessed on the thing, the thing, what's the thing? It's going to be the right thing the first time. And I'm only four years into business. And I think about how many iterations I've had. Can you kind of talk about the iterations even of your online business? Yeah. Uh, so how that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. You're allowed to shift and change in your business and in your life. Like everything's allowed to change. Nothing's permanent. So first it was personal training. And then I was like, yeah, no, not going to do this anymore. So I had always had a Facebook group to help grow my business. And people started asking me like, how do you use your Facebook groups? And I was like, okay, let's do like the Facebook group thing. And so I had a course, I had a group coaching program and then Facebook live came out and I was really good at Facebook live. I was really natural on Facebook live. So I was like, okay, let's do Facebook live. And then I was like, no, I hate Facebook live. I don't know why I do this all the time. <laughs> and I really, I really hate Facebook in general. So then I got really invested in the automation side of things. So I started doing Facebook ads and I did them for myself and for other people. Uh, and then it was just like one-on-one -on -one coaching, really general kind of broader business. And then I was like, I hate this one-on-one -on -one coaching model. Like, I just don't like it. Um, it's so much, I felt like there was just so much pressure. So I shifted to what I was actually doing in my business and what I was actually helping people with, which was lead generation and email funnels. Yeah. And there are probably some other things in there. I'm not remembering right now, but like, it's all kind of informed the other. And I anticipate continuing to evolve into something else in the future too, based on what I'm experiencing now. Yeah. And aren't you, you're one, are you one? What are you on the, on the Enneagram? Yeah. I'm a nine with nine. an eight wing. I have like nine. dual personalities. Okay, okay, okay. I couldn't remember. I was like, no, she's a nine. I think. Okay. Because I get a lot, I have a lot of ones. It's funny. And then mm -hmm. they, they always, they keep tinkering. They're like, Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, just do it. Cause I have, I'm a seven. And so I'm just a, like leap, leap yeah. before you look. Is that a, a I mean, like this podcast we were talking about, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Okay. And I just like start doing that. And it's going to be great and awesome because um, that's your personality. You're going to, you're going to iterate so many times and it's never going to yeah. be like the thing. Like, so I think going into your business knowing, and I say like, I know there's seasoned, seasoned business owners listening to this. So don't think that I'm like only talking to beginners, but I do know a lot of you listening are brick and mortar offices who are looking to add an online component yeah. to your business. So I think this is important to know that whatever the thing thing is, isn't always going to be the thing. And um, some of the advice Allison's going to give you today is even applicable to if you don't have an online component and you just have a brick and mortar part of your business. For so sure. 
let's talk, let's like get some jargon out of the way. What is, so you teach like email funnels. So when I first started my business, I'm like, oh my God, what is this? Like, what is this funnel thing? Like in Alabama, you know, a beer bong is called a funnel. That's what we called it. Everybody's like, no, it's beer bong. I'm like, no, it's a funnel. So it's not that. So let's talk about what a a funnel is. (laughs) Can I tell you, I thought that this is a bit of a tangent. I had a Google search, the word funnel. I was looking for like a very specific image and it was nothing but images of beer bongs that popped up. And I was like, (laughs) while I understand this, this is not what I was looking for. (laughs) It made me laugh. Okay. So an email funnel, what is an email funnel? An email funnel is a series of emails that you write, that get dripped out on automate to the person inside of your email list. How do they get to your email list? Your person gets your, so the person that's in your email funnel, I call them a lead. So your lead becomes a lead when they download your lead magnet. And your lead magnet yep, is a free like, thing. I was say, what's a lead magnet? <laughs> <laughs> I could anticipate the question. The lead magnet is the free thing that your lead says, hey, I want that. They get a form, they enter their name and their email address in it. They hit submit and the lead magnet gets delivered to their inbox and then starts the funnel. Yes. So for anybody who's like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of tech. It's really... um. I paid a virtual assistant to set up my first lead magnet, $75. So Mm -hmm. while I am tech savvy and I 1000% could have learned how to do it myself at the time, I only had eight hours a week of childcare and Matt was deployed and MJ was like a diva, like she is still now. Um, and, uh, I just, it was one of those things I kept going, like, I'll do it tomorrow, you know, or I'll do it the next time the sitter comes. And I never did. And so I finally just like, was like, okay, here, set this up for me. So there's so many amazing email software. I know you use ConvertKit, right? I do. Still, yeah. um, I've used ConvertKit for like eight years. Yeah. ConvertKit, super user-friendly. User Flowdesk is so user-friendly and amazing. I'm on Karcher right now, which is, it's it's a, definitely like a more advanced software. Like if, you know, but there's active campaign, there's all kinds of great things. So don't get hung up on that. Like you can always migrate your list and move somewhere else later if you need to just get started. <laughs> Right. Take the action and do Um, it. Yeah. Just do it. And if you're like, there's no way I know I won't do this ever because I'm so busy because I run a full-time clinic and I have a family and a life, then go to, go to contact me. We can set it up for you. Go to a virtual assistant group and just be like, Hey, I need somebody to set up a lead magnet for me. And like, I promise you it's not as expensive as you think. So that's step one. So let's talk about lead magnets. How do you know? what type of content you should be giving away for free, like on your Instagram posts or blog posts versus like what needs to be, I mean, this is still free information, but I feel like giving someone your email address is like currency. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're giving them a piece of your personal information. So like, it's gotta be good. Right. So your lead magnet is different from the free content that you talk about on your Instagram account on your podcast, whatever, in that it is centered around a very specific pain point. And the pain point should be the exact same pain point you solve in your offer, your program, your course, your membership, your brick and mortar, whatever the thing is, right? There's a pain point your ideal client has. And so the lead magnet should either help them to build awareness as to how to solve it. Sometimes when you can get someone to think differently about something, it creates like a loyalty kind of to you Mm -hmm. and they're more likely to buy from you or it should give them like a quick win. 
And it shouldn't be like a surface level win. It should like actually help them to get results. Yes. So it doesn't have to, obviously it's not going to solve the entire pain point, but it's going to get them started because similar to the thinking one, if you can give them a quick win and get them like started on their journey, they're going to listen to you because you helped them. And then they're more likely to buy into your program. So one thing I've always had to be, I I tend to overteach and I've, I've gotten a lot better because I used to be like, why is this not converting? And I was like, Oh, I'm giving people five very detailed steps to do before they even come to work with me. So I don't know if you want to talk about speak to that of like, which like, yeah, you don't want it to be fluff, but you also don't want to over teach. Yeah. And I'm totally guilty of over teaching too. Like, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to know all this information? It's so easy, right? Cause we're like the experts and like for us, it's very easy, but our audience, our leads, the people need our help. They're in pain. They need like, mm-hmm. they need a simple thing. So when it comes to not over teaching, the thing you need to remember is that a confused mind doesn't buy if you overwhelm someone with too much teaching with the intention of like serving them really, really well, you're doing them a disservice. Yes. So like an example from my business was I used to have a lead magnet that was 20 sales email templates. And so I was like, why wouldn't you want 20 sales email templates? Like that sounds so easy to me yeah, and nobody was downloading it or nobody was doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. So they download it and then they just freeze. And it was because it was just like barraging them with information. So what I did was I turned that lead magnet into a paid offer. It's now $27. Uh, but I took one of those emails and I made it into a lead magnet. And so it's like my most sexiest email, the one that mm-hmm. sold $80,000 in sales last year. So that's like really enticing. So it's the one email. This was the transformation I saw as a result of it. And it gets downloaded like gangbusters because it's super, super simple but yet very actionable. So when you're thinking about your lead magnet, what's like the most pared down version of what you can help them with, help your lead with, and how can you help them to get a quick result in like a super short amount of time? Yeah, I love that. And let's go over some examples of like, I mean, do people do e- download eBooks anymore? Do you feel like? I think so. Yeah. I, I have a client that uses eBooks. They, yeah, she finds I, a lot I of success too. with them. I mean, I yeah. do too. She's got a menopause mythbusters guide and it's really mm. helpful. So, um, really and cool. all this like is easily made in Canva and there's templates. You don't have to start from scratch. You can have an ebook, you yeah. can have a mini course, you can have a, a video, like just one video training where you show them something. You can have a checklist. You can have, I'm trying to think what else, Allison. I mean, that's kind of checklist guide, swipe file, like journal file. tracker. I love I love trackers for like health and wellness industries because for a lot of us or a lot of y'all, it's like, um, sometimes like habits, like you have to build Mm -hmm. up certain habits, um, or you need to track certain things. Like I love trackers for health and wellness, even like a video series. Like if you can drip out a series of like four videos that are five minutes long that help to bring them on a journey or solve certain pain points, that's a really easy consumable thing. And when you're, when you're thinking about a lead magnet, you need to really think about like what your lead is able to do. So if you work with like very busy brick and mortar businesses, you're not going to give them like probably like an hour long masterclass. Like that's probably no, not a good one, but maybe you chunk that masterclass up into five minute sections and you drip it out over a series of days. So like thinking about your ideal client and what they're actually able to consume and do is really, really important in determining the vehicle of your lead magnet. Oh, I love that. So let's, let's, let's use my brick and mortar people as an example, because 
I've ha- I get this question a lot and it was even something that I have never really felt sure how to answer. So I was like, well, Allison's the pro here. So I'm going to ask Allison. So I have some brick and mortar students who have successfully created lead magnets and use that to actually drive new patients into their clinic in a geographical location, you know? And yeah. I just don't know. I'm like, really? Like to me, that surprised me. So let's, I don't know why it did. I guess I just thought yeah. of it as like, how do you just target the people in your area? But I guess it really doesn't matter. I don't know. Talk to me about that. Like the, to the brick and mortar people. Yeah. I mean, with Facebook and Instagram ads, you can target certain zip codes. So it's That's pretty true. easy. Yeah. It's easy to get in front of the right people specifically with zip codes. I think a brick and mortar, a lead magnet for a brick and mortar, super, super smart. Because even though like, let's say you're a chiropractor, you could probably help a lot of people. I would argue you probably help a very specific type of person. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have a couple of different services, but all in all, I would argue your people are relatively similar. So if you can create a lead magnet that speaks to like their desires and their way of thinking about things or their way of thinking about wellness and health, it can be a really helpful tool to get, just like get in front of new people in your area. So I think it's really smart for brick and mortars to have a lead magnet. And I would argue most brick and mortars don't. And so having one could really set you apart. Yeah. I have one. Um, I have one client who she has both, she does telemedicine as well, but hers is a ebook. That's like my top four supplements. I always recommend for aging women or something. And it like, yeah. it goes into real detail on like why she recommends each supplement obviously we put very like tons of medical disclaimers on all this stuff. Um, but like, let's talk about Dr. Shara, who's one of my clients because of you. Thank you, Allison. She's your chiropractor and she she has the mobile mama method course. So her lead magnet is, I believe it's like four pregnancy exercises to prevent like low back pain or something like that. So, um, and yes, she sees more than just pregnant women in her office, but when it's that specific, it's like a really easy way to target people. Right. I'm actually seeing Dr. Posner at 2 p.m. today. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, <laughs> said hi. I cannot wait I to will. come to DC and meet you both. I was like, yeah. I want a Dr. Shara adjustment. So bad. Mm. <clears throat> yes, it's great. So yeah, that's a really great example of it serves both her brick and mortar and her online. So mm-hmm. she works with a lot of pregnant women. That's kind of like her specialty and her like heart mm-hmm. to serve. So even if someone, it gives people options, right? So like, if they're not local to her, if they're not in Alexandria, they can still get the benefit from her. So they can still enroll in her course and get all the goodness there. But if they are, it's a great way for her to meet them in real life and help them in real life. So it's different like means to the end, but a very similar ideal client, just different ways that she can serve them. And I'm already thinking like, I have a lot of brick and mortar clients who sell essential oils on the side, or they have a full script online store. So there's there's ways you can reach people even without having a quote formal online business um, who aren't like right in your town too. It's so funny. You mentioned the ads about targeting people in zip codes, but I want to go back to that because I think that doesn't even like register in my brain because I've never run ads because it overwhelms the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. And so it's something I am going to start exploring though in Q2. So you should oh, Molly. I know. I, I can't know. wait. I know. It's just, you know, when you have a block around something. Oh no, I totally get it. Yeah. They're intimidating as crap. Like they're super intimidating and there's just so much that goes into them and they're always changing. But at the end of the day, I can honestly say that my business is where it is right now because of Facebook and Instagram ads. Well, and I feel like with brick and mortar offices, it's even 
would I would argue that has to be easier to set up because you can literally oh, for sure. target a zip code. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Target a zip code and like a certain demographic and you're good to go. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a lot easier for brick and mortars. Okay. So let's talk about getting people from, because obviously mostly I talk about Instagram. Let's talk about getting people from Instagram, even onto your email list. Because before we started recording, I was talking to you about one of my clients who her followers have absolutely exploded, but they're not converting to paying clients. She's a health coach. And the first thing I noticed was like, for one thing, the link in her bio had like 12 different links to click on. And her only lead magnet was for smoothie recipes, but her course, her program was for menopausal women. So I was like, the smoothie recipes might not necessarily lead into menopausal women. So do you want to talk about some of your favorite ways to get people from Instagram onto your email list? Well, we'll talk about like organically without. Yeah. Yeah. So taking like a snippet of your lead magnet and using it as a post. So like, let's say the smoothie recipes example. So let's say you share a smoothie recipe on Instagram and you have a lead magnet that goes deeper into why these particular ingredients in the smoothie recipes are beneficial. So you can straight up share the recipe on Instagram. And then you could say, if you want to know why these ingredients are so helpful for menopausal women, download my free guide. Link is in my bio. And so like, you can talk about like the surface level kind of Mm -hmm. part of the lead magnet and then explain, Hey, like there's actually more to this. If you want to know more here, it is. Um, I think that's a great way to do that. I also think like pinning, uh, is that what it's called when you pin the posts at the top? Yep. I think if you can create, like maybe you have three different types of smoothies and you talk about those and those are your three pinned posts and you promote the lead magnet, each one of those, I think that's really great. Um, something I learned from Sophia Para. Do you know Sophia? I feel like you should know her. I feel like you guys should be friends. Um, I'll introduce you to her. (laughs) Um, she's an Instagram strategist and she has this philosophy of like the highlights using the highlights and having like a start here button. Yeah. So, or start here. Yeah. She suggests like having the start here button, you introduce yourself like face to camera And then say, here are a couple of ways that we can work together. One of them is your lead magnet. One of them is like a course. And one of them is like one-on-one coaching or whatever the offers Mm -hmm. you have are. So just different ways, like get creative and think about like different ways you can talk about the thing without like invalidating the need for your lead to actually download the thing. Yes. Yes. And then now everyone can have, you can have a clickable link in your stories. And then if it's on your highlight, it's always there. Anytime I share a lead magnet on my stories, I always get a few downloads. It's never a ton, but it's again on my list. Actually, I think I'm going to delegate it to my assistant because I clearly can't keep up to make sure that I have a lead magnet on my stories every single day. I love that. I know it's because it's not hard. No, it's not hard. You can and just copy you, and you could just rotate slides, right? So you could save exactly, the Canva images, exactly. log them into your CR, your scheduler and just gets posted every day. I know. It's I know. Easy, I should do right? that too. Right? I know. It's like, why do we not take our own advice? So anyway, that's why I'm like really big on delegating stuff. Cause I'm like, well, clearly I'm not getting this done. So, uh, you know, yeah. even just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Is what they say? Yeah. I love that Allison. And then another thing I've been doing lately is I'm not using the, what is it called? The comment, this word, what's the software called that everyone's using that sends you the automatic DM? 
I'm it's an automated bot messenger yes, bot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I'm, I'm not big enough. Cause I'm not consistent. That's actually, um, I'm so excited. I scheduled a VIP day with my own agency in Good two weeks you. from now, because I'm like, I'm not following my own advice on my own Instagram mm-hmm. because I haven't had time. So my assistant and I are going to sit down. We're going to do like all my Instagram content and I'm super excited. So right now I don't get enough comments for me to feel like I need that automation like that, that. So I just, right now I'll just say comment the word email and I'll DM you the the script. And I just, I just manually send it because I feel like that has converted a lot better for me than saying, go to the link in my bio. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just, so the example I'm giving is I had these email scripts for our Instagram management clients to send to their current patient database and say, Hey, Hmm. are you following us on Instagram? If not, it's the best place to get information on appointment openings and, you know, education and da, 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 da. And I just had it on a note on the notes app on my phone. I shared it on, on Instagram. And I was like, come in the word email. If you want my script, I got like 50, I was shocked. Like it exploded. I was like, okay, well we're making this a lead magnet. So of course I just, DM'd everyone the script just straight up because, you know, that's what I had promised. But then now it's a lead magnet. Now it's a lead magnet. You have to, but yeah, it worked. And then you get that conversation with people in the DMs, which we all know we love. So that's how you and I yeah. bonded. I love that. Um, And I, I do the same thing. I'm not, I don't have enough comments to have the bot. I don't want to have to figure out the bot because it's not like I'm getting hundreds of comments, but mm-hmm. one day when that happens, yes, the, the bot is a great idea. And I love the idea of getting into people's DMs because that's where you can actually have actual conversations, which is really helpful. So yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I do that too. Yeah. Like comment the word stretches and I'll send you my four favorite stretch or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So once they get onto your email list, now what do we do with them? Yeah. Send them some emails. So what I would <laughs> recommend you do <laughs> is your email CRM, your marketing system has something called funnel sequences, pipeline, whatever it is, it's the funnel. It's whatever language they choose to call it. So what you can do is you can write up a series of emails that get delivered to that lead. Now that they're on your email list, they're now a lead. And so in that nurture sequence, you can do a lot of different things. But what I would recommend you do is have like an introduction email. It's one that says, Hey, I'm this person. I can help you do this. I have this awesome program. You can find out more about it here and just leave it super simple. And then from there, what you need to remember is that your lead is looking to solve a pain point. So instead of talking about the services, this is a big thing I see a lot. Instead of talking about like the services and how awesome you are, you're not going to do that inside of the nurture sequence. You're going to give them information to help them actually solve or start to solve their pain point. So you could go deeper on the content inside of the lead magnet, or you could bring them through like a journey, give them like a step-by-step process through each email. And what that does is it helps them to, again, get the quick wins, start thinking about the pain point differently so that when you eventually do pitch them to book an appointment with you or work with you in this capacity, they're more likely to do it because again, you've actually helped them start to either think about their pain point differently or start to solve their pain point differently. Well, you helped me a lot when I was just rewriting my nurture sequence because I had to change it once I have a podcast now, like that's included in part of my nurture sequence. And you were like, well, just address each one of their objections through your nurture sequence. I was like, oh, duh. Like what? That's so obvious. 
Yeah. I was like, no, I need to teach them all about reels. And now I'm going to teach them about stories. And then I'm going to teach them about hashtags. And then I'm going to teach, I'm like, no, like you're just confusing the heck out of them. So I I looked back through all my intake forms from one-on-one clients and students. And it was like, um, I'm overwhelmed. I don't have enough time. I don't understand the tech. I don't know if I'm going to get ROI. Like, and so I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to address all those things in my welcome, in my nurture sequence. Duh. Absolutely. Yes. Cause your people again, go back to like, they have a pain point. They're looking to solve a pain point. So you need to become the subject matter expert in solving the pain point, because that's when they're going to buy from you when they know, like, and trust you. So if we're here to actually help people, the best way that we can help people is by getting them into our services. Yes. So they need to know that you understand them. They need to know that you can actually help them and they need to know like the results you've helped other people to get if you have those results. Yeah. And I'm going to use the chiropractic example. If you're wondering like, what are these people's pain points other than like literal pain, potentially a lot of people are scared. Like it's like the fear of the unknown. They're like, Ooh, I don't want to, I've seen these TikTok videos. I don't want to do that. I want to go to the chiropractor. So they're scared. They don't know what it's going to look like. They think you're going to like jerk their head off. Like, I don't know, like, and then other, for other people, it's money. They're like, is my insurance going to cover this? Like, I can't pay out of pocket for anything extra. I'm just going to take some ibuprofen because it costs $5. You know, like how often am I going to have to cut? Like, you know what I mean? Like think about all the little things that prevent someone from picking up the phone or going to your online schedule or same with a health coach. It's like, absolutely. Are you just going to tell me to stop eating carbs? Are you going to make me feel guilty for my lifestyle choices. Like I don't want to hire a health coach because you're probably like, so just think about all these things that these people are thinking. Mm-hmm. They're viewing you, your leads are viewing you as like this person who's perfect in all the areas, right? The person who like have all your crap together and none of us do. I can say that 100% with 100% confidence. None of us are absolutely perfect, right? I have a health coach friend who like eats McDonald's once a week because she's like, I love a Big Mac. And she's unwilling to like get rid of the thing that she loves. Like she loves them. That's like her thing. So she talks about that in her marketing and in her email funnel. And that attracts a person to her because they know She's not going to shame them. She's not going to tell them not to eat Big Macs if that's what they love. And like, that's like our unique selling proposition, right? So like all of us have these like different ways of thinking about the thing that we do. There's so many other people do the same thing that you do, but you're unique because you have a different philosophy. You have a different way of doing it. So when you can share that information and help to like lower that resistance that someone might have, it's a really powerful tool and it really helps to make you the person that this person, this lead needs help with. Yeah. I always say, go back through like your last couple, like new patients. Why did they book an appointment or new clients? Yeah. Go back through um, your reviews, like use all that to inform how, this will be the last question. How, how many emails typically do you advise people to have in their nurture sequence before they start pitching their services? Always the question. Um, <laughs> always. And this is the question I get almost daily. Yeah. It's, I hate, and I hate the answer because it's, it depends. It depends a lot. It depends on your ideal clients. It depends on like what your actual program is. But if I could like prescribe a number, I would have like around five emails. Yeah. That's what mine is. Um, Yeah. Five five emails in your nurture sequence. If you send them out like every day or every other day, that's like a good week or two of like nurturing before you give them the opportunity to, to enroll or buy from you. Mine is three. Mine's a three email nurture sequence. And that works well for me, but I work with business owners who are usually ready to like 
make a change and make it pretty fast. So that's why we have it set up that way. So it really, it depends on like the motivation of your ideal client, where they're at, what the offer is. But if I could like guess a number, I would say like five. So if you could leave anybody with any advice when it comes to, you know, taking a a lead from just being a follower to being a paid client or patient, like what would Allison's parting words be? Yeah. I think it's remember, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm -hmm. So while you're awesome, and you have all the degrees and you're truly an expert in your field and you've done all these amazing things. That's great. And that's awesome. But your ideal client really doesn't care about that. They care to a point. What they really care about is if you can actually help them. Mm-hmm. So if you can relay that information to them inside of your nurture sequence and inside of the content you share on Instagram, inside your lead magnet, it just makes it a lot easier for them to understand that, Hey, you are their person and Hey, you can actually help them. So talking about, like we said, talking about the pain points, giving them quick wins, getting them to think about their pain point differently. All of those things are great sales tools so that you can actually help them in your program. And it can all be automated. Yeah. So you're not on Instagram all the time. You're not constantly yeah. replying to emails. You're not, you know, doing all those things that everybody's scared of doing. Um, when you can introduce some automation to actually do that work for you, it makes your your business becomes completely not dependent on you. Like, or at least that portion of your business becomes not dependent on you. And so you could have 10 people go through that funnel a month, or you could have a thousand people go through that funnel a month and think about like, what sort of change would happen in your business as a result of that? So I think that a lot of people get really bogged down in the like details. And yes, what we talked about today has a lot of details, but really like think about the big picture here and how much impact you can make and how many more people you could help by setting up this. System. Yeah. I think there's a lot of shiny object syndrome in most things in business, but this is something that I would not sleep on. No, like I would, no, I would everyone start. needs it. Yeah. And knowing my audience, knowing you listening I don't want you to get overwhelmed by the tech. Like I'm going to be like, if you're like, no, I don't know how to do this. Then like get somebody to help you. That's my parting yeah. words. Yeah. And you're so good at that too. Like that's always been kind of your motto. Um, and I remember even like earlier on in your business, you were really good at outsourcing. And I was like, dang, I'm not, I'm not that great at outsourcing. Well, because I'll just wait and wait and wait. And I'm like, yeah, if I just do it, get somebody else to do it, it's done. And then mm-hmm. I've already recouped my investment. Exactly. Cause it's exactly. done. But Allison, thank you so much. How can people find you and work? Yeah, come. Yeah, come find me on Instagram. I know y'all are Instagram lovers. My handle is Allison underscore Hardy underscore. And then I have a membership called Funnel of the Month Club where I deliver monthly email funnels for you. They are copy and paste, plug in your information. There's a masterclass. There's swipe files. There's guides. There's anything you need to get these systems up and running. I don't think I knew this. Okay. Tell us more about that real quick. It's new. It's relatively new, which is why you don't know about it. So I would love to give your audience a a trial. It's normally $47 a month. I would love to gift y'all a $7 first month trial. You can get in and see how it goes. If you like it, you can stay in. And if you don't, you can cancel easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's incredible. So we'll put that link in the show notes then to do Allison's funnel of the month club. And, um, yeah, Allison's incredible. I've used your swipe file so many times. It saved me so much time. I'm so glad. Yeah. And I even like copywriting and I was like, dang, this is so easy. I mean, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. lying. I really did do that by the way. And I think people say that on podcasts and they're lying. I'm not lying. I really did use, a lot. <laughs> really use your swipe files many times. All right. Allison, awesome. Thank you so much. You are incredible as always. And again, y'all connect with Allison on Instagram and I'll link her funnel of the month club promo for our audience below. 
Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified, brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code PODCAST for $100 off. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Three, two, one.